morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy Podcast, and we're here with another episode of the Astrology Series, 12 Sons. Today, we'll be speaking with Melati. How are you, Melati? I'm good. How are you, Jermaine? Excited to be here. Oh, it's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, this is basically an opportunity to break down um, astrology for those of us or for those listeners out there who may not be so familiar with it, maybe a little bit unsure or have no idea like what this is about. Um, so you're a, a Pisces, Pisces son? Yes, I'm a Pisces Aries cusp son. I know some people don't like using the cusp term, but I hone into that energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm hoping is today you've got a story that sits quite well with the Pisces sun attributes. Yes, I actually do. I think this story that I'm about to tell you kind of uh, correlate to that Pisces Aries cuss energy more so like the emotional and passive Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, I like talking about the Pisces in Aries cuss because the Pisces itself is the last zodiac of the calendar and Aries being the first sign of the calendar I feel like I really hone in that like alpha omega the end and the beginning type of energy and um I'm so sorry Jermaine give me one second okay. I'm so sorry okay just bring it on you close the door I'm tending the kids at the same time here <laughs> All right, so, so um, I think Pisces is very known to be like very emotional, very in their feelings because they're the last sign of the zodiac calendar that they are set carrying the emotions of all of the other signs, all the 11 signs in the zodiac calendar. And mm. Aries being it's like the first, it carries less the least amount of emotions out of the all these uh, uh, zodiac signs in the calendar. So I like this story because it hones the energy of both that super deep emo Pisces and that very snarky um, Aries, like you know, uh, all about like excitement, um, new beginning, um, very snarky energy of the Aries. So, do I just, like, start telling the story? Absolutely. Please, go ahead and tell your story. Okay, so the story is um, definitely a personal experience of mine. Um, It was around the time that I have met this one particular person. He is also a Pisces, um, but he's a February Pisces, so they're, like, the psychotic, like, Pisces to me <laughs> uh, I don't know yeah. if you're a Pisces also I'm sorry if you are <laughs> no no I'm uh, I, I think I was supposed to be um, but I was born like two weeks later in March so I'm a Pisces yeah. 
Oh, okay. Um, well, I thought like, you know, I, I love being a Pisces. I love being like an emotional person. And I thought being with another Pisces was going to be like the, that's it for me. I was emotional guy that like is emotionally available for me all the time like a Pisces would right and <laughs> so we met each other long story short I like fell in love with this person I was like oh my gosh like this is like the man that I never had like honing that like very masculine energy that I was not expecting um, from a Pisces because I thought like Pisces men are supposed to be like not necessarily passive but like more like you know on the emotional uh, base level of the surface rather than like actions so mm-hmm. I li- I love the fact that this man uh, took actions and you know he was very uh, on the surface very motivating uh, pushing me to be a uh, quote-unquote better person of myself I tell you why I put it in a quote-unquote because this was viewed from his point of view like you know this person that he was molding me to be uh, cloaked by his quote-unquote good intentions to want to see me to be the better person you know that he thought I should be not the what I the better person for him right 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 so um this is where the Pisces part of me took over. So I really let him drown me in all these emotions, thinking that I did not deserve to be this this person that I thought I could be, a, a tomboy chick and a girly woman at the same time. At the moment, I was 25 and I was carrying my first child. And he was like, you know, you're 25, you're about to be a mom, you shouldn't be wearing sneakers and a dress with the same outfit, you know? And that was like my style, you know, being like a Pisces, we're like quirky little artistic souls, right? Very colorful people. Um, and and that that's what that's what I had. My wardrobe is like very colorful. Oh, at the moment it was very colorful. I would add in all different types of motifs, like in the same outfit. Um, as long as to me, and I I had the confidence to rock it. To me, I was like, it doesn't matter what other people think. But being that I was in like so much in love with this guy I just wanted to make him happy I just wanted to be this woman for him right so this is where the Pisces part of me took over and was like yes just be fluid like he says you should be like this like go on and be like this at the moment I collection of Air Air Force Ones I don't know if you know what that is it's um, you know what Air Force Ones are yeah okay I had I had quite a collection all like different uh, different styles, different colors, different uh-huh. decorations on it to match all my colorful outfits. And at the moment, you, this, I'm sorry. You're a real trainer freak. We'll right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so we call it over here. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that's what it is." So he was like, you know, you're you're 25, you're about to be a mom, you should not, you know, have this many 
this many uh, Air Force Ones. Like, you should just have a white and a black, and that's it. So, I donated all 15 of my pairs to a nearby Goodwill at the moment. I was like, okay, he says I should be this woman that dresses in, like, mundane colors, like, solid colors, dark colors, you know all like black, navy, blue, all shades of gray. That's what he wanted me to wear. And that's what I became. Um, And throughout our relationship, uh, you know, one thing about a fish, right? One thing about a Pisces, it wouldn't, it, it would not stay in one place for too long if there's nothing going on that excites us, okay? Just like a fish, it's a big ocean, okay? Like, if I'm gonna stay in this corner of the ocean, there better be something exciting for me to stay in this corner of the ocean. Other than that, I'm gonna continue exploring the ocean. So I took on that role to be this woman that this guy wanted me to be. It was fun, well, and I felt like, okay, that was a good role to live in, right? I, I I liked it for the current moment, but I realized that that was not the true me. So I started breaking out out of this shell of the emotional emotional egg that I had built over time that I was with this. We were together for about four years, I believe, in and out. Okay. okay? And I, I realized that this egg is like now cracking this emotional shell that I had built around this person that I thought I was becoming for the better version of myself. Mm. This, it, it was birthing like a different wow. version of myself and I was slowly cracking. I was cracking mentally. I was cracking physically. I was cracking in my in my work area. I was cracking. I was starting to question pretty much every decision I was making. I I overthink the overthink. Like it was crazy. It was it was um it was a very dark moment for my mental. Let's just say that, okay? I can see that. I can see how how powerful that is as you begin to realize that you've almost lived an alternate life. And yes. And stepping out. And it's, I was going to bring in the Russian doll theme because you were talking about the different levels. And it's the whole Russian doll. The different wow, I actually just got chills that you brought up that analogy because that is so on point. Yeah. Because as I was cracking this outer shell, like I said, I felt like every time I was building this emotional shell, uh, 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 a layer outside of myself, I felt like I was cocooning something new within that shell. And like as soon as that shell is built and well, well uh, founded, like I begin to crack that layer and birth this like new version of myself. Mm. So this process took about, like I said, like four, five years. And after we ended it and we decided like, that's it. Mutual decision. This is not for the both of us. Let's just, you know, end it at where it is. Um, Being that we're both, freaky Pisces okay we just had to have that one last goodbye S-E-X okay you know you know what I'm talking about the 
I think we you need, said it. <laughs> we, we need our quote unquote closure, right? This is the moment uh-huh. that we're going to see. We're ending this, put the paper in the envelope, and let's seal the deal with this, with the fluids flowing tonight. So we did that. And a month later, I found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, and this was, this was after four years after the doctor, uh, the doctor couldn't have any more kid after I carried my first one. There was some complications that happened. Uh, long story short, I lost my right ovary and they said, you only have one ovary left and it's not functional and you can't get pregnant naturally if you do want to get pregnant like i had to pay you know for in vitro or whatever other methods out there and um what a real decision (laughs) being right there right so so you see four years later okay after that moment and he was in the room when the doctors told me about the about the news that i couldn't have any more babies okay and so a month later after we broke it off i found out i was pregnant i was a couple weeks i I, I was a couple days late almost and i took the positive and i told him i said i'm i'm pregnant and his answer was yeah nice try i'm not getting back with you and i was like oh my gosh what the fuck (laughs) you know I, you know I what? I can think... I can kind of see where he's coming from. Of course, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, of course. I did not know. blame. I did not blame him at the moment for even thinking that. Like I would be thinking the same thing because hmm. we've been doing it for four years. You know, while we were in a relationship, and the day that we decided this is gonna be over, and we had our last goodbye, and then that happened, right? And this is why I, I feel like that, that the analogy of that Russian doll, right? Right after that outer layer cracked and I said, I'm no longer going to be this person. It literally, something inside of me. In this case, it was physically inside of me. Mm. And so this baby, oh my gosh, she was like so symbolic, like her presence in my life till this day it's still a continuous uh a lesson learned for me through this experience um she she was due january 20th okay and i remember going to the doctor for my like 32 week checkup or something like that at this moment it was around december time right or november time and you know uh, 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 year end you start thinking about like your taxes for the next for the for, for the next two you know yeah. and, and it was just supposed to be I, w- I was just joking i asked my doctor that said hey i know that she's due on january 20th but is there any indication that she will come out before the first of january and my doctor was like why do you want to know why why are you asking this question and i i told him i said uh for tax purposes so i could claim her for the 
<laughs> and mm-hmm. so we we both laughed and he's like now nah, i don't see her coming out anytime soon looking good everything's looking good bam that's not the case the baby came out seven weeks early so she was out december 13th so she actually that's a whole like two signs early (laughs) exactly exactly uh uh she she came out early i was two days okay i was in labor for like 44 hours pretty much two days um what was that like it was it was pretty interesting because as soon as you get to the hospital after your water break it's like they want to induce you right away you know they want to inject all these chemicals in you in your belly where your baby is you know they want to inject your back um uh, there's a lot a lot of fear mongering tactics goes into place when you, when your water breaks a lot right so as soon as I got yeah. to the hospital they wanted to induce me right away and I was like no well, obviously the baby knows when it's gonna come okay we thought that she was gonna come January 20th here we are December 11th like so obviously the baby has a different plan okay yeah. So, 24 hours go by, they give me Pitocin, they're like, okay, since you don't want to be induced, you have to take this thing that will make sure it wouldn't fracture, um, like, the sac, the, the, whatever sac that the baby was in, sorry, I'm blanking out here. The amniotic sac. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So, and I was like, okay, as long as, like, there's no harsh chemicals going in to, like, you know, chemically induce the process, I was like, we're fine. So she was like, okay, this is going to be painful for the next 24 hours. Are you sure? It was not painful, okay? Again, a lot of fear-mongering tactics go into place as soon as the water breaks, right? There was no, I was riding it. 22 hours, I was riding it. I really didn't start feeling pain until the next day. So I said, okay, it's getting closer. They said the 24 hours of Pitocin did not do anything to your cervix. You are still at two centimeter dilated. They're like, we have to induce you. I was like, you don't have to do shit. I was like, this baby is gonna come when it's gonna come. So that's why I went another 24 hours with another set of Pitocin and the last 10 10 hours of labor that I started getting the pain so I guess this is a lesson to anyone out there also that's listening that might be pregnant if you're ever in that situation and they tell you that they want to induce tell them fuck now don't don't fuck with the baby's time because the baby knows when to come you know um but anyways uh at we haven't agreed on a name for the baby okay um again another long story short because there's some questions and oh if it's even my baby because we have been doing it for the past four years and you know so that's when 
and you know we had been broken up and so that's where it all starts like all the toxicity like starts yeah. coming back in the yeah. last few days of the pregnancy and okay. so he actually was not present when the baby was born because okay. you know because because we had a disagreement right before she came about like oh if it's even mine and all this and we had agreed on an M name for sure because I'm Malati, so I with an M, my oldest Michiko, and I wanted to keep that M going. So we had an idea of a name that, you know, like, oh, maybe this is going to be it. But the fact that he was not at the hospital when the baby was born, it gave me a an advantage, right? I was like, all right, I have the power to name the baby now. Okay. Uh, so the name of the baby came from an, an evangelist in Indonesia. Well, she's actually American, but she has been, um, her family is a big missionary uh, family and they're in Indonesia right now. And they have been for the past like 20 some years. And okay. so she, it was an accidental trip, quote unquote, that everything in the universe that happens, happens for a reason. And I do believe that quote unquote accidental trip was meant to happen for her to deliver me this baby name okay so so she so she gave me the name and the name is moriah or moria um it is the name of the mountain where isaac was gonna be i don't know if you grew up christian but there's a story in the bible where Isaac was going to be sacrificed on top of a mountain, and it was a, it was a a, a test from God to Abraham whether yeah. you know he was testing yeah. his loyalty, right? So that mm-hmm. that was the name of the mountain, Moriah, Moriah. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided on that day after she was born, that's it, that's going to be her name, Moriah, Moriah, and it's a Hebrew name. And I did not find this out until two years later, but she was actually born on the day of um, Hanukkah of that year. The first day of Hanukkah was December 13th of the year 2015. So, and the fact that it's a Hebrew name, you know, um, and the evangelist came all the way from Indonesia to deliver the name to me. This whole birthing process, the fact that her her existence in my life right now, through that whole little cocooning era of me building an outer shell, so I thought, but it was just to crack open another layer that was already within me. So... Um, point of the story I think that her birth and her being a Sagittarius a fire sign okay and Uh came from a Pisces father so it's like that Pisces and Aries cuss aspect of me the end of the beginning the end and the beginning concept of the cuss is in that story in my story in the story of Moriah coming into my life because our relationship mine and her dad's relationship was coming to an end just that I thought that that version of me was coming to an end it was dying yet it birthed a new experience which is like 
this whole new life, Moriah. Uh, Moriah means um, delivered from God and literally the evangelist, you know, delivered the name to me all the way from Indonesia. Wow. What a story. What a story. Incredible. And you know yes. what? I, I think it's even so, almost so typical that it's, it involves love. Like, yes. everything you can love. Like, but it's the end of a love and the birth of a new love. And yes. It, yeah, it's incredible, incredible. Like, I've, like, I've seen you on uh, Facebook, well, when you were on Facebook, um, <laughs> and Snap and Instagram and stuff. And, you you know, I can see that you're absolutely in love with those children. Those oh children my God. love you. Yeah. Well, and then, is, it, is it Michiko that likes to, um, <laughs> that watches EastEnders? <laughs> yes. And we've actually yeah. found a new show on Netflix called Meet the Adebanjo. So it's about a Nigerian family uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the UK and she loves it. Like she constantly like repeat the sentences and their their accents. Like she just loves it. When I told her today that I had an interview with you, she's like, Oh, it's you to me. <laughs> your friend Jermaine in British <laughs> um, yeah so we hilarious yeah she is oh, truly God. is hilarious she's about to be 10 oh wow yes wow but, she, she's the younger younger one right Michiko. oh no Michiko is the oldest one the younger one is oh. Mariah yeah ah okay okay, okay. yeah but Mariah is she is absolutely the love of my life I think she's my soulmate like I just whenever like we're together or like when I look into her eyes I just like feel this like sense of belonging where like my heart belongs like when I was ready to give up on love like she came to my life and she is my constant reminder that I deserve love mm-hmm. yes so that is absolute facts thank you thank you so much you're for, so welcome to participate in this and to share and like the way that you've actually enveloped it because you're you're kind of versed with astrology has been absolutely wonderful um we'll catch up after this if you've got like five ten minutes yes i'm still at the park with the kids like still in the car so yes of course okay. yeah I'll, I'll give it a couple of minutes and then i'll give you a bell um, awesome. and then we'll kind of have a quick chat and stuff but yeah thank you so much Malati I really 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 appreciate it thank you so much no thank you for letting me do this thank you thank you, thank you for sharing your story with us Malati that is Malati the Pisces Aries cusp bringing this complete series to an end thank you very much good morning good afternoon 